Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer... Cash from Active Care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is Active Care? Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out of pocket medical bills. Active Care gives you protection at an affordable price. So, get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday, y'all. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. You feel me? It's Friday. I trust that you are super duper looking forward to a fantastic weekend. Listen, and uh, you know, if you haven't been out in a while, get out. Get out there. Get out. Get out and get in it. Especially if you're in Florida. Uh, we're not only flattening the curve, we're smashing it down to the ground. You know, there are many reports out there. We're going to talk about one of them today. That said, you know, that, that, that are saying, you know, Florida probably and maybe even Arizona and a lot of the South is not only not only flattening the curve, um, may actually be approaching um, a, a a herd immunity. Um, we can talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about Steve Bannon. You, uh, that story came out yesterday, um, and Steve Bannon and, and the whole thing about his private group. We'll, we'll get we'll get to that, and we'll try to get to as much else as we can. In the time we have a lot allotted to us, you know, this isn't Sean or Rush or Mark where you have three hours. This is Willie where we got about forty-five minutes tops, really, before you guys bail out. So, 
If we could do, you know, if we could do more, and I thought that it would be beneficial, we would do more. I promise we would. But, you know, it's, you know, as we look at the numbers, you guys bail out about a 30-minute point anyway. So not much not much more than we could do than that. But in any case, um, we hope that you are doing well. Uh, we're winning. Uh, last night was a last night, praise the Lord, of the Democrat National Convention where their uh, nominee accepted the nomination and um, they just had a great, they, they had just a great old time trying to bash Trump and tell you how oppressed you are and tell you how how terrible things are. And it's all Trump's fault. Uh, although all the lockdowns that caused all the, um, the problem with the economy, most of them happened in their cities. Um, the violence that's going on um, hap- is happening in their cities, the Portlands, the, the, the Seattle's, the Chicago's. Oh, and we got a, we got a, a Lori Lightfoot story too that you're going to absolutely love. You're just going to love this story. Um, this lo- this Lori Lightfoot story. We're going to cover that as well. In any case, my eyes itching like crazy. That's what you're hearing. Uh, anyway, so I am. Um, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Money Report. The Money Report is a production of FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com, FightBackMedia.com. Uh, we've got great things going on on the website. And if you want to check out another website, do this for me. TBC, and you're going to hear the ad for it, TBCTampa.com. Uh, yeah, you want to check it out for sure because it is brimming with conservative news, you know, uh, primarily from, from, from Tampa Bay conservatives, primarily for Tampa Bay Conservatives, so we are stoked. All right, we'll be back right after these messages. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232 6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area? Well, now I have the answer. dbctampa.com a website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com. And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome back. 
My name is Willie Lawson. This is The Morning Report, a production of FightBackMedia.com. 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 Let's get it poppin'. Um, you heard yesterday that um, former White House chief strategist, and this is how you're going to hear it. Every time you hear about this story, uh, the, 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 the media is going to do their best to connect Steve Bannon to President Trump. Although, what happened doesn't have anything to do with President Trump. Zero. He had no, he had no involvement in this project. Um, he, um, Bannon was indicted on, on yesterday with others involved in a self-enrichment scheme that allegedly defrauded donors of millions of dollars with the promise of building an expensive bo- uh, border wall. At the center of the scandal is Brian um, Kolfosh, a U.S. Air Force veteran who launched a GoFundMe campaign called We Build the Wall, promising to construct a barrier along the Mexican border and then would sell then sell to the government for a fraction of their own projected costs. The fundraising campaign, which elicited an average of $67 per person for more than 300,000 donors, is alleged to have raised more than $25 million with the promise of building a wall at a fraction of the estimated cost. It, as alleged, the defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors capitalizing on their interest in funding the border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of the money would be spent on construction. Uh, That was said by acting U.S. Attorney uh, Audrey Strauss in a statement. Um, uh, That's last Friday, I guess. um, Colfage persistently claimed that he would not draw a salary from the funds raised through the online campaign, and all that all donated money would go directly to border wall construction. Charity watchdogs warned donors early um, that there was great risk in supporting um, Colfage's cause. Colfage claimed in January 2019 that he had transferred approximately 11 million dollars from the GoFundMe account to his private non to his private nonprofit, but did not provide much more transparency. Documents he claimed would prove his intentions to distribute the money only toward construction costs were not produced, as reported by the Daily Caller News Foundation at the time. Uh, Bannon's involvement in Build a Wall came early in 2019 when he signed on as a backer for We Build the Wall, Incorporated, a nonprofit based in Florida, of course, um, that was launched by Colfedge, um, the surge. Following the surge of online donations, websites still active as of yesterday morning claim that all $25 million in donations have been have come um, from 500,000 unique individuals would be applied towards border wall construction. To date, We Build a Wall, Inc. claims to have completed a half-mile section of wall, sealing off a mountainous gap near El Paso, Texas. The nonprofit website is currently offering private tours for 20 bucks. Uh, evidence that led to indictments of Bannon, Colfedge, and two others on Friday was not immediately made clear. Um, the arrest of Bannon was supposed supposed confirmation of criminal activity by We Build, we build the Wall led some to, to hope that there would be more crackdowns of nonprofits and political action committees who raise funds for, uh, for dubious means. Many drew comparisons to, con- to suspicions leading up to the arrest on 
on on Friday to the controversy surrounding the Lincoln Project, a pro-Biden PAC helmed by several former, it says conservative strategists, um, several former Republican strategists, will be more correct, that raised millions of dollars and created a series of anti-Trump ads. The Lincoln Project members have been tied to Russian funding, non-payment of federal taxes, and the group itself has been caught stealing online content for their own social media feed. Hmm. This is what uh, Audrey Strauss says. Um, She's the acting uh, U.S. Attorney, um, Southern District of New York. Hmm. New York. Anyway, as alleged, the defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all of the money would be spent on construction, while repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfish, the, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent. The defendants secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to Colfish, when he used, um, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. We thank the UPIS for their partnership in investing this case, investigating this case, and we remain dedicated to rooting out and prosecuting fraud wherever we find it. Audrey Strauss, acting United States Attorney um, in the Southern District of New York. This is the very same group of people that uh, are looking for Trump's tax returns. Anything at all that they can bludgeon Trump with. Now, did are these people innocent? I don't know. And neither do you right now. But be assured, this is not happening now, and especially at the end of the DNC, before the RNC, next week. Anything to damage President Trump. Anything. Because they've got nothing else. They, they are, they've tried everything. Golly, for three and a half years, it was Russia, 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 collusion, Russia, collusion, Russia, collusion. And, and, and in between, there was Stormy Daniels and all, there was, God bless, there was everything, right? And now there's this. Oh, and the post office. Trump's trying to submarine the post office so he can win the election. While telling people, don't vote by mail anyway. Go in, go into the ballot box. Anyway, that's what's going on. Oh, uh, you know, and we're going to continue to follow the story uh, because it, it, it's hard to know. It's hard to know, frankly, exactly what's going on. So, all right, COVID news. The data says this, Florida, Texas, California, flatten the curve. New York and New Jersey did not. Didn't. You know, and this is by uh, Guy Benson of townhall.com. Guy writes this, I feel I've made this point a few times here and there, but obviously merits its own separate post especially in the light of the borderline sociopathic performance Andrew Cuomo turned into the DNC earlier this week. 
when the, quote, slow the spread and, quote, flatten the curve mantra became ever-present in the spring, the explanation was significantly straightforward. Very significant mitigation steps were needed from the American public not to crush the disease or make it disappear, which will only happen with a vaccine and treatment so effective as to, uh, or treatment so effective as to amount to a cure, or via herd immunity. But to delay, push down the trajectory of cases and hospitalizations, the vast, vast majority of infected people would survive. 99% plus. We've talked about that before. We're talking about this, and this is with, this is including people who have underlying conditions. This is including people who have underlying positions. 99.998% of people survive. But the key to preventing needless deaths among infected people who experienced the adverse health reactions was ensuring that our healthcare system didn't become overwhelmed. They kept saying that, but they kept saying that. And you know what? And, and I think people were down with that early. I think a lot of people, most people were like, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, if I, have to be, if I have to be inconvenienced for a bit to make sure that the hospitals aren't, aren't, aren't overwhelmed or we're trying to figure out what the hell this is, right? Yeah, 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 I can do that. And then we started noticing all the other madness. There was enough fear about hospitals and ICUs overflowing that makeshift facilities um, were stood up in, in very short order. We saw what happened in New York. We saw the USS Hope steam, in a new, steam into New York Harbor. Did you not see that? Did you not see the Javits Center turn into a hospital? In pretty short order, right? Hundreds of beds. And this idea of ventilators, a bunch of them show up, right? A bunch of them show up. Trump gets Ford to start building them. So we got more ventilators now than we could could have ever, I mean than we ever than we ever needed. No American, not one single American has wanted for a ventilator. Not one. Right? Thankfully, nearly all of this excess capacity ended up being unnecessary. But the threat was very real and did play out some places, though not to the extent that it did in, of course, parts of Italy, for example. To help, to, so, so to help illustrate the desired outcome, a chart showing um, two COVID curves was disseminated virtually everywhere. It depicted two infection trajectories. The first was the unflattened curve in which the virus spiked quickly, leading to a huge, steep mountain of cases and death. The second was of a flattened curve, which the peak arrived later and nowhere near severe, despite significant distress. Everyone recognizes this, right? This is one that, you know, you can't see this, but this is one that MSNBC um, showed. There was this huge spike without protective measures. And it would overwhelm healthcare. I mean, this is this this is just a graphic. This isn't really a chart. It's a freaking graphic that they put up and be like, "Ooh, 
and with protective measures, it would get bad, but it would never over overwhelm the healthcare capacity. It was just a graphic. It's not a graph. There isn't any. There's no science. There's no. There's no data behind it. But they put this up, and we're flattening the curve. Under the preferred second scenario, infections, hospitalizations, and death were not eliminated. They were just delayed and flattened. That was the whole point. Months into this national nightmare, let's look at the coronavirus death statistic patterns in a number of U.S. states. Shall we? Shall we? Here's what's happened. In on the 11th of April, January, February, March, April, we're talking about the number of COVID deaths per week per million population. This is CDC data. This is not townhall.com data. This is not Willie Lawson show. This is not um, fightbackmedia.com data. This is this is your this is your blessed CDC data. Over 350 deaths per million in New York. Now, let's see. Let's take Florida, for instance. Florida peaked a lot later, like a month later. Like uh, January, February, March, April, May 2nd peaked a lot later. But with a little over 150 deaths per million. And then it fell off pretty quickly. Then it fell off pretty quickly. Now, to... Now, part of that... Now, I'm going I'm to try to be as fair as we can. Part of that was luck. And Timing. Things happened bad in New York um, before we knew a lot about COVID. No one really knew what they were doing. And um, a lot of Florida and other places got to learn a bunch about what not to do from... Uh, what Andrew Cuomo did in New York. We learned a lot of good lessons. What not to do. One of the best things that Ron DeSantis of of Florida did was not to send sick people or people who had been diagnosed with COVID back to nursing homes. If indeed we learned that um, the elderly was a vulnerable population and the and the, the, the physical plant in most, in most nursing homes is communal and it is difficult and not really healthy to create an environment in a nursing home where people are cordoned off so with all that being true Governor DeSantis decided that it, that no, you weren't going back to the nursing home that you came from to possibly infect other old people. 
and kill them off. Because what we learned is that the most dangerous underlying position or condition is age. That's what we learned. We learned that the most dangerous underlying condition is not high blood pressure. It's not lung disease. It's not COPD. It's age. It's age. When we talk about between February 1st and June 17th, the CDC says that 33.32% of COVID deaths were people who were 85 years or older. The next group was the very next age group. 70, excuse me, 75 to 84 years old, over 22% of, of deaths. So more than half of the COVID deaths in America, over half, well over half, were people who were 75 years or older. Seems like the worst, I mean, the most dangerous underlying condition was age. Hmm. You know, it's amazing that, that, that Cuomo gets up at, up at the DNC and and breaks his arms, patting himself on the back, and basically giving Donald Trump the finger and the rest of the country a finger about their response. So, um, the author writes this. To this day... He cannot demonstrate one of the most basic functions of good leadership, which is accountability. Ask him about his lethal deficiencies in moving too slowly early on to shut down the state or his infamous policy of sending infected residents back into nursing homes, and he'll put up smoke screens endlessly. Old people are going to die no matter what, you know. It's really the Fed's fault for not telling Cuomo that the virus was coming in from Europe. And that's really Trump's fault for not managing the national response better. Yeah. Even after the European ban, New York was New York was still popping. The state was still popping. The city was still popping. But the feds couldn't have stopped him from ordering could couldn't have stopped from ordering a precautionary quarantine of European visitors to New York early on before Trump banned travel from Europe, and the Fed sure as hell didn't force his nursing home policy on him or demand that he twiddle his thumbs for weeks in March as the virus spread throughout New York City. In many ways, COVID is just a metaphor, he says, adding that our way worked and it was beautiful. His way was to allow unchecked exponential growth of the virus across the country's biggest city collect all the bodies, then declare victory once the spread burned itself out via herd immunity. See? And now, the way they did it worked. Folks, this is some Dr. Mangala stuff here, isn't it? This is some freaking Dr. Mangala stuff. Alright, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back um, with... Um, the Lori Lightfoot story, because you gotta hear that, because this is this this is it's the hypocrisy that makes you the most crazy. Well, put on your crazy hat because you're gonna hear some right now. Alright, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back right after these messages. 
are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias? especially here in the Tampa Bay area. Well, now I have the answer. dbctampa.com A website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at tbctampa.com And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at tbctampa.com appreciate we appreciate every everything you've done i uh, appreciate you going to the website www.fightbackmedia.com fightbackmedia.com fightbackmedia.com right now on the website on the very front page there's a video from our friend christine chris ann hall um concerning um what will happen if for some reason and this has been been going around the past few days if the votes the votes popular votes cannot be counted by January 20th, 2021. And again, there's this, there's, there's a, a, a huge amount of misinformation going on as usual. And uh, we want to make sure that you get the right information. I'm not even going to repeat what the misinformation is. I'm not going to repeat what that is. Cause I don't want you to, I don't want you to take something to take something out of context and and screw it up. So uh, I'm going to suggest that you go to fightbackmedia.com and check out the video on the front page. It's right under the heading. You can't miss it. What happens if the votes can't or won't be be um, counted on or before January 21st, 2021? The video is about. 40 minutes or so and get a pencil and a notepad because there's a lot of information that you will want to write down because there's a lot of information that you will need to redisseminate to a lot of your friends who are getting bad intel folks they're getting the the in they're getting incorrect information and know this and i've i say this all the time Know that the incorrect information that is being spouted on, in, in the media and the in, and incorrect information that's being spouted by politicians 
especially in the House and the Senate, they all have the correct information. They're just lying. Wow, that is, that's hard to really, you know, wrap your head around. They have the right information. They know what the deal is. They're just lying. They know what January 6th is all about. But they're lying anyway. All right, one more, one more story, and, 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 I'll, and I'll let you go. <laughs> this, this is madness, but everything is madness now. Um, this is a story for the Chicago Tribune that I got via hat tip to the folks at Red River TV and Red River Chronicle, Kevin and Janelle Batts. Citing threats, Mayor Lori Lightfoot defends her ban on protesters on her block. Lori Lightfoot has has a ban on people protesting where she lives. And she says this, I have a right to make sure that my house is secure. Mayor Lori Lightfoot defended Chicago Police Department's ban on protesting being able to demonstrate Protesters being able to demonstrate on the block where she lives, telling reporters Thursday that she and her family at times require heightened security because of threats she receives daily. Lightfoot refused to elaborate on the specific threats, but said that she receives them daily against herself, her wife, and her home. Comparisons to how the police department has protected previous mayor's homes, such as Rahm Emanuel's Ravenwood residence, are unfair because this is a different time like no other Lightfoot told reporters. Hmm. Yeah. I think residents of the cities understand the nature of the threats that we are receiving on a daily basis. On a daily basis, I understand I have the right to make sure my fa- that my home is secure, Lightfoot said. Lightfoot and Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown were asked at an unrelated news conference about a Chicago Tribune report noting police have banned protesters from demonstrating on her block in the Logan Square neighborhood, ordering officers to arrest anyone who refuses to leave. The directive surfaced in July in a July email from then Shakespeare District Commander Melvin Roman to officers in his command. It did not distinguish between peaceful protesters. Lightfoot regularly says he supports and those who might intend to be destructive, but ordered that after a warning is given to demonstrators, it should be locked down. Activists and police uh, sources could not cite instances where the city repeatedly locked down her predecessor um, Emanuel's block against protesters. The Kenwood block where former President Barack Obama lived with his family when his primary residence was in Chicago was shut down for access only by residents after his election. But Lightfoot said such comparisons don't make sense. After Brown's referenced the ongoing coronavirus pandemic as well as the civil unrest that has flared since the George Floyd killing at the hands of Minneapolis police, I'm not going to make any excuses for the fact, given the threats I have personally received, given the threats to my home and my family, I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure they're protected, Lightfoot said. I make no apologies whatsoever for that. Hmm. Good for her not. So Lori Lightfoot is using the power of the mayor's office. She's using the police force, the CPD, as her own personal security force. 
for her block. Saying that she's protecting her family. Her wife and her home. The rest of Chicago. Fuck y'all. That's what she's saying. Hmm. Gotta love that, don't you? Gotta love that. Listen, if you're in Chicago, stay there. Don't come down here with that mess. We got too many people from up north and out west coming here um, because we are a, I mean, we're a state that believes in freedom and liberty and we are, we're too busy trying to fight y'all's madness off. Y'all, I mean, if you come here, leave that madness right where you, right where it is now. Don't bring that madness here. Um, all right, we got to get out of here, make room for somebody else. Until until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer, cash from active care meant I didn't need to stress so much about money. What is active care? Active care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from $10,000 to $60,000. If you're diagnosed with cancer, a heart attack, or stroke, you could end up paying thousands of dollars or more in out-of-pocket medical bills. Active care gives you protection at an affordable price. So get active care for cash, choice, and control. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Penn Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. Someone you know has probably experienced cancer, a heart attack, or stroke. The odds of experiencing one of these are high, which could result in bills for thousands of dollars in out-of-pocket expenses. How would you pay for it? With your savings? There is another option. It's called Active Care. Active Care is a supplemental health insurance policy that offers protection for covered cancer, heart attack, or stroke, and a choice of cash benefit options from ten to sixty thousand dollars. And with Active Care, the cash is yours to use as you see fit. Active Care is brought to you by Colonial Pen Life Insurance Company and is underwritten by Washington National Insurance Company. Get Active Care for cash, choice, and control. Visit colonialpen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit colonialpen.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.